welcome to Bourbon and Badges, the podcast. The podcast, Bourbon and Badges, coming to you from Dixie. Well, I was trying to sound like Buck, but I just can't. You just cannot no, beat Buck. No, you can't. just can't beat Buck's intro. Hey, here we are, coming from three locations, of course, here in Shootout Mountain, Mitchell County, Gaston County, Gastonia, where B-Dub is, and Calabash. What county are you in, Hound Dog? Brunswick County. Brunswick County. All right, guys, we're still trying to improve this stuff. Uh, how's things going down y'all's? Down in the flat. I got called a flatlander the other day. Those two guys are. You're flatlanders. I've been called a lot of stuff, but never a flatliner. Flatlander. Yeah, one of the guys that's worked <laughs> today says, man, you're a, flat, you're a flatlander. I don't know. I like it being a flatlander. How about you, Hound Dog? I like having the, having the beach right in my back door. I love it. We could call them on mountain. Yeah, it's got to be a beach sometime, though. Life is a beach. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, so uh, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate everybody listening in and tolerating uh, all of our idiosyncrasies until we get this thing straightened out. Oh, the technical difficulties. They just this not. They do not know what goes behind the scenes, what we're trying to figure it out. Uh, it's probably a good oh, thing we're in three... Brain. Yeah, it's probably a good thing we're all three different locations because we'd we probably be in a fist fight somewhere in the back alley. <laughs> probably, probably so. He's <laughs> driving me to drink. All right, Studio 77, we are the voice of the uncommon people. Hey, man, I, I hate... I, go ahead. No, go ahead. That's fine. Well, I hate I've done the intro and then turn around and have to do the whiskey. But we're drinking bourbon, Kentucky vintage tonight. Original oh, sour so mash. Very appreciate the break. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. No, Barry loves doing that. <laughs> hey, I do good. I, I don't think he outdid me tonight. I, it was okay. I'm sorry. Give him a five. This is Slow Ride coming to you from Studio <laughs> 77. <laughs> All right. Bourbon, Kentucky, vintage whiskey. It is price point 50 bucks, 45 ABV. So it's what, 90 proof right in our wheelhouse. That's that funny. Is so, that is so mean. The barrels are handpicked I mean, by the master distiller, and very few barrels are selected. How about that? I've got to kill the music. Well, they do select some barrels because we get ready to drink it. They said the color is golden amber, and I'd agree with that, looking at it. I think from last week, B-Dub has stepped up and actually got a Glen Karen glass in his house tonight. Yeah, I do. Good Look job there, B-Dub. He's already got my pour, but we're ready to go. Y'all made fun of me. Man, my snow's melting. I'm down. I actually see some grass now. Well, that sucks. Yeah, we didn't get any snow. Well, it's funny. I don't want any. At the bottom of the mountain, there's zero snow. There's no snow at all. Just just two miles. That means you're at a higher elevation. Yeah, two miles. I got a two-mile dirt road. You get down to the very bottom to actual pavement, no snow. Well, so what was the weather like where y'all are today? It's been uh, daylight until about 5.30, turning into partial light, followed by full night. Wow. Uh, sunny, <laughs> sunny and clear in Gastonia, 46 degrees. Okay, Barry, you you're, you got really, really faint. Yeah, I think I think it's like around 40 degrees here as well. Uh, sunshine, sunny all day. When I got up this morning at 6 a.m., it was 25 degrees here at Calabash. Why'd you get 6 a.m.? You've been punished? No, I got stuff to do, man. I ain't got at six a.m. What can you possibly do I at six a.m. Podcasting, I do podcast homework. <laughs> oh, 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 you also you also done the uh, all the intro, all the uh, what do you call it thing? 
the narrative. The what? He did something. You done the narrative on the on the release. Yeah, I did. I was worried to death I wasn't gonna get out there, so I had to get up at six AM and get get it done. Well, you know, you probably you seen the time I sent you as soon as it was ready. It's probably about one thirty. Yeah, it's one thirty. Yeah, I sat there and meant to play this thing from the time the podcast was till one thirty AM. Well, you both did good jobs. I hope I'm coming in now pretty good. Well, here's what it is. All right, so we got 90 proof. The mash bill is undisclosed, and let's give it, let's give it a nose. Uh, man, I don't get nothing with alcohol, grain alcohol, but that's not unusual. I'm not very good on a nose in it. Yeah, I agree. I'm right there with you, I think there's a... Uh, Getting a little bit of a woody, maybe vanilla. Yeah, I don't get nothing but alcohol. Yeah, if you when I when I nose it with my mouth open, I'm getting a lot more of the woody, maybe a little leather. Well, now she would say leather. I can do that. I can get that as well. But this is a leathery alcohol, like that cowboy's saw- been riding this horse all day. <laughs> Lexus title. That's right. On the. Uh, <laughs> saddle <laughs> yeah i get the leather <clears throat> man on the, on the taste um now i do not have any nosing tasting or finished notes on this thing so we'll make it up as we go along very vanilla of, um, uh butterscotchy maybe Ooh. yeah on the, on the back yeah. end butterscotch is you say it's what, 90 proof? 90 proof. Man, it don't taste like 90 proof. It tastes more than that, 90 proof. Well, now, last week, B-Dub, we done 80 proof. So that Jameson last week was a little milder than what it this is. would be. Well, this tastes like what? it's higher proof than that. You really look. I get, yeah. I give me, me second guess myself. Yeah, 90 proof. I'll call okay. 45% by volume. And then you double that to get the proof. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's got it's really pepper forward. It's peppery as I'll get out. In my opinion, is it a rye? Well, we don't know what the mash bill is. I don't know if it's rye, but I would bet it's a rye or yeah. not rye. Yeah, the uh, mash bill is undisclosed. Yeah, I think you're right. Now, now that you put that in my mind, I'm getting a little bit of pepper off of it. Yeah. I, I do get the pepper, definitely the leather. All right. Whew. It's not bad. But I do like this better than what we had last week, that Jameson. Oh, I got to agree. Now, I think, I think, and we're going to get into a lot of this in a few in a few minutes, looking to listen to Barry and Reggie's news. <laughs> and we didn't go into too much detail during the pre-podcast meeting because we wanted to save our temperament for the podcast. That's That's exactly right. Yep. So... Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I think, Reggie, I think you're just prejudiced. I think you just like good old American whiskey. I do. I do. There's there's no doubt in my mind. I, I do. Yeah, you do have you to respect. The difference. You have to respect the, 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 the that I've ever had that I liked was the uh, McAllen 15-year triple cask. I really liked it, but, hell, that's $130, 40 a bottle. Well, that's nothing compared to that $500 bottle of, uh, what was it? Whistle yeah, whistle pick. <laughs> yeah. Dropping the puck bucket. I don't mind somebody. What a else bucket. 
All right, yeah, so let's give this thing. A, let's give it. this thing a rate, man. We got a lot to talk about rating. We're going to do some rage tonight. Let's. We got a lot of rage to get out of us. So let's rate this thing. Get on about our business. <laughs> I tell you what. Oh, well, let me get one more shot, y'all. Yo, Barry, what you <laughs> you're, do, you're doing a slow. Is what you're doing? <laughs> I am doing a slow. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to give it a six. I'll give it a six. Oh, B Dub just jumped right in there. Okay, let me get ain't, ain't well, doing notes. Uh, I I just jumped in there. I'm sorry. A six. Right, so you I like the Jameson six. better than you do this? Yeah, that's my opinion. All right, can't be wrong. Hound dog, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven. I think this could be a daily drinker for me. And you know what? I agree with you. Slow. Nice legs on it. Well. Nice color. Yep. Nice little burn. What do you, what are you giving it a seven? Hang on a minute. Let me t- let, yeah. let me get a rebuttal. No, oh, he's doing a redo. He's doing a he's redo. Doing, he wants a redo. Hang on a minute. A restart. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> guessing for air. I don't think it's going to go up any. <laughs> let, let me get let me get let it go all the way down here. Hang on, hang on. Okay, I'm going to change to a seven. Oh, I'm going to seven. Drink, I, I'm going to go to a seven. Have we ever had a redo right. like that before? I don't think you that's can. first redo we ever had. Well, until you make a final tally. I think it's peer I, pressure. I, I think that was peer pressure. D-Dub cracked. Cracked no, out of pressure. I didn't crack. It wasn't but one point. It wouldn't. I mean, come on. It made a difference. All right, B-Dub, your volume Thank is you. way down. Can you can you do something with that? Uh, Yeah. Y'all go ahead and start talking. Yeah, it sounds loud and clear on my end. I don't know what's going on on the mission control there. <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's, he's not quite what he was to the uh, – Prior to the podcast, so we got a uh, we got a daily drinker out of it, which is good. Yeah, we normally don't get very those. few of those we have. Normally don't get those. All right, man. Should we just go ahead and dig in this stuff, man? We got a lot of things to unpack tonight. Yep, B Dub, you want to start out with your uh, news according to Barry? Yeah, if I hadn't been silenced by the uh, liberal media, can y'all hear me now? I don't think a lot of liberals yeah. listen to us. Well, I hope okay. they do. As, as they long get as here they won't after tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try not to get to this, and you direct me there for mission control there. Slow ride, if you can hear it. Okay. I'm going to start off with something that's going to piss every police officer off. Uh, I got it pulled up. Los Angeles Police Department removes the thin blue line from their station, the Rampart Division. Because someone complained, now get this, that the thin blue line symbolizes bigotry views, racism, and bigotry and oppressive values. So the police chief out there, which was, let me find his name. What's his coward's name? Is Chief Michael Moore said he doesn't view the flag in the same manner as a community member did. But he understood it shouldn't be displayed in a lobby of a police department. However, it could be displayed in your office, locker room, and other locations not accessible, I guess, to the lobby. And that's because somebody complained. Don't know who somebody is. They did not mention the group. They did not mention anything. Someone so, complained. Was it a group that complained or an individual that complained? He, you, they no, we don't know. They will not say. They just removed the blue line. Really? Well, that spineless piece of dog crap's what he is. He should be fired. I agree. 
and you can catch the episode about it. It was actually on the Fox News on the five today, on January sixteenth. I think it was. Well, I missed that completely. That yeah, that's you know. Well, then you know what? Black Lives Matter. Their little flag fends me. Take them down everywhere. I'm offended. You know well, what? Is you know, everybody's offended by something. You know what they need to tell them is you know what? I don't care. I got a thin blue line. Police flag on flies on my house twenty four seven. And if one of my neighbors don't like it, they need to look the other way. Yep. It's the only thing I can tell. Barry, it looks like you got one behind you, don't you? Thin blue line thing on your bulletin board back there. Yeah, keep in mind we, we can see each blue. other through the computer for our yeah. listeners. I got a thin blue line on the outside on my porch. I got a thin blue line inside this office and a thin blue line on my vehicles. Yep. Same here. Yeah, and it's just, I don't believe, that's just unbelievable. What a cowardly thing to do. And if I was there, guys, man, you know, know, the thing about it is you just can't walk off and quit your job because, you know, you got an idiot for a chief. And that's what he is out there, spineless piece of dog crap. You know, oh, it hurt your feelings. Oh, I'm so sorry. You know what? Get over it. If you don't like it, don't look at the thin blue lines you come by the police department. If it offends you, you're probably a crook, a criminal, a gang member, or a thug. And you know what? Kiss our ass. You know what? If you don't like it, when you need the police, call the fire department. Yeah, call Black Lives Matter. Yeah, call somebody. Because it's, man, that's just stupid. Plain stupid. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. Now, now let's break it down. Mind. What What was the three things that said it was? Suppressive? How is yeah, it suppressive? It's, <laughs> it's racist. Bigotry, now, oppressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you guys look around, you're like me, and you also like, you know, like the Renegade Pigs and all the police departments. They have a very strong, wonderful uh, backing of black officers. Are they suppressed yeah. working for the police department? And, you know, and every time we yeah. used to go out on calls, the black officers caught more crap from the black community than we did. Uncle, oh, Uncle yeah, Tom, you, gonna, you my brother, you're going to let them do me this way? You're going to do me this way? And all the officer is trying to do his job, and he has to take twice as much crap as a white officer because of his skin. Now, who's racist yep. there? The thugs are. Agree, and we sat there and sure. cater to these racist places like Black Lives Matter, things of that nature, and I don't know why we tolerate it. We need a chief. Everybody needs a chief. So you know what? We're police officers. We're here to police you and to assist you, and that's what we're going to do. You don't have to like it, but I used to tell all the guys at work, you know, when you show up on scene, you are in control of that scene. You are the man in charge until you leave. Didn't matter what color well, you were. Uh, he went on to say uh, the memorials for the uh, fallen police officers, they could still use the thin blue line on pol- police memorial stuff, but they could not put it back in the lobby. So there you have it. Yeah, so you have, you know, I'm sorry if you don't like it, you know, just don't be in the lobby. I tell you what, so this episode of Bourbon and Badges is going to cause me to drink. I get so damn mad about this stuff. <laughs> no, I, I didn't want to get you fellas mad. I just, I just saw it. You know, I was running late coming in to, to, to you know, getting into the podcast room. Man, I'm sitting here in a sweatshirt. And my, actually, still got, you see, I still got my uh, sunglasses around my neck from the day earlier. But, uh, man, I'm starting to break out in the sweat. Yeah, this, this is just, just getting out of my skin. I just don't understand it. I don't I don't understand why the the masses accepts it. We have everybody bowing to a few. And I just don't understand it. Why do we – we don't have to do that. No, we do not, but it's it, – it, it, they do. And, All right, I'm going to switch hats on yeah. you. 
Hound Dog beat up. Uh-oh. I am the city manager. You're the chief. That chief of, uh, down there does that very thing. You're the city manager. What, what would you would you address that? You're the city manager. I'm saying the city manager in general. You're the city manager. How would you address that chief doing that? Well, I can tell you what I would do is this. He's the police chief. He should handle it. It's his officers. It's his working station. It's his environment. He's in control. And let the police chief, and he, the police chief should have made the decision. And he did. He represents fallen officer. He made a wrong decision. A coward decision, and he should have stood with his guys and quit demoralizing the police officers simply because it's a thin blue line. Firemen have thin red lines. Is that next? Is that going to be taken away from the fire department? All right. So, how do you deal with this as as a city manager? I, I tell him not to worry about it and put the thin blue line back up. That's how I feel about it. But well, I'm biased because I, I'm a police officer. I can tell you what the city manager would probably tell him to do is. You run your department the way you need to. Yeah, I, I agree with Hound Dog. Yeah, the city and manager him, and him being a damn coward. I mean, is this that's not right? I tell that group or that person to kiss my ass. It ain't coming down. And I bet that county's run by Democrats. It's the state it of California. <laughs> it's, it, hey, slow. It is LAPD. Hey, let me tell you. Well, back up. LAPD developed SWAT. L, SWAT came from LAPD. Back in the day, yeah, but what the nineteen seventy eight? I think it was. They developed the very first SWAT team and called it SWAT. T- times have changed, and it ain't for the for the for the good of the police officers out there in LAPD. Well, but he wouldn't have done it. Why did he do it? Why did the chief do it then? What do you think the chief did it, Slow? I don't know. It's just uh, it's uh, I think it's a very cowardly, very uh, not support your guys type. Yeah, you, know, you have two types of leaders: administrative. And the leader for the guys. That's what I like about Salt. You know, say what you want to about Salt when he came over to uh, from Charlotte to guest on your PD. He let you know. When you walked in the room, you knew he was in charge. You may not like what he's going to say, but you know, if you ask him, he'd tell you. But he supported. If if you're right, or if it's the right thing to do, he supported you one hundred percent. Didn't matter what city council said. Didn't matter what the any particular community would say. If the officer's right. He 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 sat there and told him if it's a black community, Hispanic community, white community, he said the officer's right and this is why. He didn't backpedal, he didn't kiss butt, and he'd made no apologies for the officers doing right. Now, there's a thing he called black hearted mistake. If you just totally go out there and just do something wrong, you know, you're not gonna be working with guests on your PD long. No, and that's fair. I mean, yeah, that is fair. You're right. If you got a if you do have a racist or corrupted cop out there he needs to go and y'all know as well as i do any officer out there knows no one hates a cricket officer more than a good cop that's true oh, absolutely right. i'm getting off my soapbox but no, no. well i'll let uh hound dog give his little news bite for today and i got one more after that all right this is a uh, man oh man oh man <laughs> another uh thing out of the, the left world of california the University of Southern California School of Social Work will no longer use the word field in its curriculum. They have deemed it to be racist. Field. field. <laughs> was racist by the field. Look at them. You know what? I did pass a field of cows a day, and they were all black. Well, so maybe they're on to something. Uh, they have 
let's see. They have started using the word practicum. P-R-A-C-T-I-C-U-M. Practicum. So tonight, when they start playing football, they will not be on a football field. They will be on a practicum. Football practicum. There what is. in the head? So, so, so give a background on this organization. What is it? University of Southern California. Can we fire? Can can we remove California from the union? Can we go back to what fifty one states? Let's trade them for I don't know what. Let's make Puerto Rico a state and fire California. I agree. It says uh, says it is. Let's see, we are committing to further align our actions, behaviors, and practices with anti racism and anti oppression, and which requires. Uh, talking, uh, taking a close and critical look at our profession, our history, our biases, and our complicity in the past of the current injustices, said somebody from USC, University of Southern California. Idiots. Good grief. So, right. Yeah. They're idiots out there. It's unbelievable. All of us coming out of California. What, what, to, me, to me, what that is is. They have they're paying somebody way too damn much money when they can be spending their uh time on actually educating people and not put this bullshit out. Well, I'll tell you a little side note. You know, when I was moving from Gastonia to here, uh, I sold off a lot of my furniture. And one was the uh, a really cool, you know, like a pub type table, two chairs. And the guy that bought it came in, and, and of course, it's a really good deal on, on the chair. So he said, you know, he didn't, he said, I ain't going to quabble the price. It looks great. I'll take it. And we're just having small talk as we're loading it. He says, yeah, I said, uh, we lived here in North Carolina, and he built skyscrapers for a living. And that opportunity to go to California to do a job out there, he says, man, we're out there six months. They're all idiots. They're all nuts. They're all stupid. They're all crazy. We can get back here as fast as we could. They're all just off their friggin' stupid rockers. Every single one of them. You know, and you don't know if you're a religious man or not, but, you know, might be getting pounded like they're getting pounded this year for a reason from the weather. Oh, I'm a a religious man. I'll tell you what, they need to just. They need to just act like it got some damn sense. I, yeah, I, there's gotta, no other way to put it. Yeah, but you got to realize Ronald Reagan came from California. Well, he wasn't born in California. Yeah, he's a midwesterner. But he, but he he was a governor of California. Yeah. Well, I mean that was hell, Barry. That's back in the damn seventies and eighties when he's a governor of California. That's you know, it's I'm sure it's changed a lot out there since. Yeah, but it has changed a lot. But Dad Gummit, now we're not gonna rave you too. He took all the machine gun stuff away from us. If we had good economy. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what else you got, Barry? Oh, no, let's just get let's get all this out while we're getting it. Okay, okay, okay. I hope I come over good on this. Um your president, slow. President Biden. <laughs> Why do you use President Biden in the same in the same sentence? Okay, Biden <laughs> suggested on Monday that the U.S. must retrain its cops so they don't always shoot with deadly force. That is the what? title. <laughs> <laughs> what 
What? Biden, take your pills, boy. You're off your medication. Does he not know what pepper spray is or tasers is? All those are leith, you know, less than deadly force, you know, equipment. What an idiot. He's, he's talking about, <laughs> he's talking about we have to retrain our cops. Why should you always shoot with deadly force? What does he think shooting means? Yeah, if you got to shoot somebody, <laughs> just wing him. Just wing him. Yeah, it's like no, on gun smoke. I yeah. winged him. <laughs> well, you saying that on down in the story, he says, he actually says about shooting him in the leg. That's what he's talking about. Oh, he's, he's so stupid. <laughs> Who voted for that idiot? Oh, idiot. You know, the thing about it is, though, I have not run to anybody one person that said, you know what? I voted for Biden. Nobody's saying it. Nobody will admit they voted for that idiot. You're Here's right. what he said. Here's what he said, y'all. Quote, instead of anybody coming at you and the first thing you do is shoot to kill, you should shoot them in the leg. That's what he said. The in particular part of the leg he wants to shoot them in? How about the big toe? Let's start the big toe and work your way up. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Can you uh, present your big toe so yeah. I can shoot you there? <laughs> uh, and, and get this statistics. Uh, it says 83% of the people that were fatally shot by police since 2015 were armed. 83% were armed. And just 6% were unarmed. So... I don't know where he's getting his his information from to wing them. Excuse me, sir. If you don't quit hatching that woman with that giant hatchet, I'm going to shoot you in the toe. <laughs> That's he just said that. So we got to be everybody's got to be retrained to wing them. Talk you know, what an idiot. What an idiot. Why, why are y'all bringing all these stupid idiots, people stories to the podcast just to piss me off? I've had a great day. I've had a great day. Now I'll be pissed off the rest of the night. And somebody voted for that idiot. Uh, somebody did. Nobody well, I, I ran into. Do what? You go out, go out here to the graveyard. You, you'll see a whole oh, yeah. damn field full of people <laughs> voted for his ass. I have met, so, not met one person. Yeah, I voted for him. I, I'll bring it back. Bill. Bill at the ABC store. He admits he voted by Bill. He actually admitted it? Yeah, and he's an intelligent man. You Man, you can have great conversations with him. He can talk about anything. and He, he can talk and tell you about any topic. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's, he's certainly... Um, He's a Democrat, and he voted for that idiot. I bet he went to college in California. Bill's a nice guy. He and I, when we when I worked before I got fired, he and I finally decided. Did Bill we, fire you? No, Bill and I decided we just let's just don't talk politics. We'll get along better if we don't. <laughs> well, this ain't really politics. This happens to be Unit One of the United States telling police officers they need to be retrained about the use of deadly force. Not that they need to retrain the kit, the community and not being stupid people going out there trying to harm the police officer. And you know he drinks more bourbon than us. You see him trying to go up the steps? <laughs> he might be our number one listener. You know, listen. I saw him trying to back over those files that he had in his garage. <laughs> the Corvette. He's, got a cool, he's got a cool Corvette. you got to give him that. I, 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 was, I agree. Yeah, it's I cool agree Corvette that. I get. It took him a while to back in over, not to hit them documents, but he got it in there. Yeah. Owned by an idiot. <clears throat> so that All was right, my two I... good things. I got one more for you. Lord All help right. me. All right. So speaking in the land of fruit and nuts, California, 
San Francisco, the the Repropriations Committee has proposed paying each black longtime resident $5 million and getting a total debt forgiveness due to decades of uh, symptomatic repression. By the local black community. Boy, if I, if I, oh, why do people, why do they so, tolerate that? I just don't understand it. So, not only, not only this committee is trying to get it passed through their, I guess, their city council or whatever to pay the nice folks out in California $5 million that, each, not a family, $5 million each. That is a very, the most racist thing I've ever heard. That is racist and, at the top of the racist level. They're going to pay somebody for the color of their skin. Yep. That's what they want to do. It says. Uh, now, if you're white, what do you get? Do you, what do you get white? you get to pay the uh, bill? Reparations Advisory Committee, which advises the city on development and plan for reparations for black residents, uh, released its draft report last month to address reparations, not for slavery, since California was not technically a slave state, but to address the public policies Explicitly, the uh, created a sub 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 something other uh, for black people in California. Make it up, our listeners don't know. <laughs> Just make up a word. <laughs> I sure as hell murdered that one, didn't I? Uh, you doing okay, Hound Dog? They get the gist of it. But what in the hell, man? All right, so if you're black, you get $5 million. If you're white, Puerto Rican, Hispanic, nothing. Uh, according to this committee that they got going on in San Francisco, but yeah. I wonder, if, I wonder every if, every person that in that county should sue them for racism. They won't. But you know that makes me wonder if if I was to move out to California, me being the white guy that I am, and I identify, and you buy as wise it come, brother, and I identify as a black fella. Would that mean I get that $5 million? Well, I'll tell you, you know, uh, one of my youngins' teachers, uh, let me back now, this wrong story. Never mind, I recant that. He, he, he was black, but he was actually from Africa and now has American citizenship. So he's a true, so he, he's a true African-American. And I have no issues with that. Yeah, you know, and, and, and I don't know the, the majority of Africa, but a large percentage is white people. So if you move here from Africa as a white person, do you get that money? Because you're an African-American. I don't know. I don't know about that one. That's so stupid. But, you know, these people out in California, man, I know we're we're California bashing this week because, quite frankly, they're doing some stupid-ass shit. They are the idiots. (laughs) You know, what in the hell, man? Well, you know, and again, to quote, you know, Joe Rogan, listen to him say it, yeah, he moved from California to Texas. Because he's talking about how idiots they were out there in California. And he got the text. He says, man, I love this. This is great. Tell me how to vote so I don't screw this up. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you get that very thing. Like up here in the mountains, you get a very few liberal people up here. But you sometimes you get them. And they'll move someplace like from California because it's so bad, so corrupt, so in debt. You know, wanting to do this stupid crap. They move out here and they vote the very same way they did. From where they left. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that's that's so, the if, problem. They're idiots. If San, 
if San Francisco does pass this, their city council or whatever passes this, and they say they're going to start giving out $5 million to each person, each eligible person. So how long will it take the city of San Francisco to go bankrupt? I'm sure they already are. You know, it's like Atlanta and what Charlotte's doing I now. Mean, the cities implode. What I mean by that is they do really great. They get all these big industries like uh, Charlotte has all the banking industry, and they drive in all these people. And then they start, you know, doing all these welfare things, handing out money left and right. Draw, not guests on draw, they draw the homeless. Guest only is the home for the homeless. Start drawing all these people in because they give all these social stuff, giving out money, giving out, you know, and on uh, Main Street, Main Avenue. One time, you get five free meals a day. And we've had people come in that drop their family members off from other towns and cities and states because Gastonia is a great place to be homeless. But anyway, Charlotte starts providing all this free stuff to all these, you know, uh, people that won't work in a pie factory and suck off the system. So they have to raise taxes. And they keep raising taxes to the point all the taxpayers, the high taxpaying base, they move out. That's why Gaston County exploded as a bedroom community of Charlotte. They move out of Charlotte to get away from those high taxes. Now, now Charlotte's got less tax base coming in and paying out to all these freeloaders. And it ex- explodes just like Atlanta did. It just totally implodes. Yep. You're right. Atlanta's doing the same thing. And, and uh, just to reiterate what D.C.'s doing, Washington, get this. The city council has – they posed to soften penalties for carjacking and other violent crimes unanimously across the board to soften penalties for carjackers. Crimes through the roof, are they going to soften the penalties? I don't well. get it. I give up. Well, they I don't, don't know, mean don't it. Know. He didn't mean to carjack that little old lady by gunpoint. Come on now. And he probably just shot her in the toe. Had she not give up that car, he shot her in the toe. In the toe. <laughs> right, here's what needs to happen on his carjackers. A 45 round to the center of the forehead. That'll take care of that shit. Self-correcting problem. You're right. But I, I know we vent a little bit tonight, but these stories, this all come this week. And, uh, I mean, they're out there, and it's real. It's happening. Yeah. And the stories that I got tonight, actually, Quinn, he sent them to me uh, earlier today. And uh, they both came off the uh, New York Post website. Oh, so Quinn, he's good people. I can't say out. any good things about Quinny. And he, he's hey, he's a northerner, but he is guy. He is mine in the right places. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Some of them are just trapped up there. They've been up their entire life. And, you know, they just some of them are moving to Florida. Some of them are moving away from New York. But it takes a lot of money and time they, and effort to get away. A lot of them, not Quinny. A lot of them bring that ideology with them when yeah, they move true. down south. You, you're right, slow, and that's the problem you have. Like Charlotte, Atlanta, Charlotte, and all them other ones are becoming. They're bringing their ideas like that, screwing them towns up and cities. So I don't know, it, it, Gaston. If it gets that way, I just move on out. Well, you guys are gone. Yeah, yeah but you don't move. change anything. You know, when I moved out, you know, the apartment I left, I'm sure they, they have filled that, and now there's somebody paying that tax base, and everything else right along. Yeah. True, but you just said a good point, though. Eventually, the taxpayers that are going to work every day to pay the tax base, they're going to be out of, move out, and then where are you going to get the money? It, it implodes. You just said it best. It implodes. Oh, you're exactly Look right. Look at all the other big like Philadelphia and all them other big cities. They yeah. implode. Yeah, and and – it, two things, man. I'm telling you seriously. I still walk there. I'm going to my fifth month up here. I still walk in the front yard and think, "Wow, I am so blessed." I don't know why they did this ten years ago. Look where I'm at. This is wonderful. It's on the side of this mountain, 
And I go in a gas station sometimes, and you see all the pollution, you see all the trash, you see all the homeless people every corner. You know, give me money. A little, uh, those little uh, cardboards up will work. You know, work thing will work for food. And all yeah, and they just are pampered, kissed to crack, you know, kiss, uh, kiss to crack their butts. They run a Gastonia PD. It was a, hey, did you see that? There's a tent city right outside of Gastonia PD on the Greenway. Would oh, you was, let? Hell, last one of the last times I was up there, I went by the Gastonia PD and on the police department property, there was a tent city. That's what. You kidding? No. Well, they I'm got a homeless kidding. coordinator. They got a homeless coordinator making big money now. Well, I guess they rounded up all of them. So they, hey, man, y'all come stay on our property. You're all right. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, it just kills the greenway. There's no way I would let you know my child or anybody else you know, that I'd bring to town walk at greenway with all that trash up there and all those homeless people. That's well, it goes, like back to the bro- uh, goes back to the broken window theory. You know what that means. One window gets broken. You don't do anything. More windows get broken. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly true. right. Barry, that is philosophical, man. I, I like that. Did I go pretty deep on that? You went deep on that. It's true. Very true. It was actually a no book about that very up. thing. So, well, you're a community policing hound dog. You shouldn't know about the blo- broken window theory. Well, I do, but uh, hell, I was the I'm, I was the opposite of the, what they do now. <laughs> I take their ass <laughs> in jail. <laughs> do I? He, hey, I get. That one. That was a good one. Thank you, Hound Dog. Yep. That, uh, thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> Look at Slow. Look at Slow. You see slow. No, it's just if the viewers can see Slow, he's just shaking his. Well, head. it's not. It's not because yeah. the topic is just the uh, Barry. You're bringing out terribly. I'm sorry. But anyway, uh, any good news, guys? You got anything? Any sunshine to blow this way? Mm, well, it was sunny and about 60 degrees here in Calabash today. That was nice. And, and I meant to look for some, uh, I got to come up with a way to keep the deer out of my bird feeders. I'm thinking about putting like little pulleys up in the tree for a little, little twine or rope. Where I can pull the bird feeders up out of the reach of the deer. Because they come in every yeah, afternoon and just demolish my bird feeders. Back when you used to have the camp, the camp and the campground, a bear would do it, but now the deer are doing it here. Well, I saw a couple of deer here, my right, right here at my house uh, today. Me and Bobby and I came back from eating uh, dinner tonight, and there's two uh, two deer standing right here in the neighbor's yard, and just you know casually strolled right across the street, off into the woods beside my house. So I love having wildlife around. Yeah, my yard looks like a freaking cattle lot and all the deer tracks. I found bear poop in the yard, but I hadn't seen a bear yet. Mm. Got your trail cams up slow? I have not. I need to. I was wanting to do that very thing. I, I, I got up the other day when I had seven inches of snow. I said, I'm going to you know, take the uh, side by side out, put the, you know, find where these trails are because you, know, you sell the footprints. But I end up, uh, the windshield was frozen over and it's it's plastic, so I didn't want to do anything to scrape it because I'd scratch it. So I just took the Jeep out and took, out, went, took pictures. And sent y'all some wonderful pictures and all y'all said about Glad it's you and not me. Those are great pictures. <laughs> yeah, they were good pictures. Slow did send us some really good pictures of the snow up there at Shootout Mountain. I mean, it was it was actually really beautiful pictures. But just thank God it's him, not me. I tell you, right up top of Carver's Gap, and if you ever come through Mitchell County, Carver Gap is, uh, I think, 261 separates. It's the Tennessee-North Carolina line. It's Appalachian Trail. There's three 
balds there. They're they're called balds because there's no trees. I grew up there, but it's 16 degrees. Wind was blowing. I mean, you couldn't hardly stand the winds blowing so hard. But man, it let, it made some for good pictures of all the frosted trees and stuff. Did you have those uh, wool britches on? No, them things and them things in Mitchell County trash bin right now somewhere <laughs> landfill. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, of cameras and stuff, B-Dub, so what's going on in Gaston? What kind of thievery have you gotten on your cameras at your house lately? None. Everything's quiet. Everything's good. No, no, nothing going on with my cameras. Well, good, because that one time you had some dude jerking on your car door, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, that was about two years ago, but he must have got locked up. Maybe got locked up. Maybe he's out on no bond now. Hey, B-Dub, did you one night or one day find a Bojangles box in your truck? You know, I did find that. I wonder who did that. <laughs> I dropped that in the I, back I, of your I, truck when I dropped off your liquor. <laughs> oh, I wonder who did that. I was. Cl- I, I didn't was know if your cameras picked that up that. or not. <laughs> oh, well, did you? I, <laughs> I said, I said, what son of a gun put some trash in my truck? Because yeah, I could have went down the interstate. It had blown out on somebody. Oh, I tell you, uh, it's funny because, uh, yeah, cleaning out the apartment and, and I carried everything out the car and I had a bunch of trash. And for some reason I went by the, the trash bin at the apartments, dropped off all the trash, but that one box I left sitting in the seat. And I thought, damn, what am I going to do with this? I'm on my way back into Mitchell County. I don't drive next two and a half hours with this bulging a box sitting here. And I seen your truck so sitting there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I so, sat in the so, back as cool, as cool as I could. So, so slow. You didn't see that big green city trash can out there you could have dropped it in? Oh, that wouldn't be near as fun. But I wonder who did that. <laughs> you had to drive by Bojangles. <laughs> Tell the truth. You went through it, didn't you? You went through it looking for a biscuit. Tell the truth. Yeah, might be a biscuit in there. In there. <laughs> Cup of no tea. rounds in it. Or some bow rounds or fries. <laughs> I, 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 I forgot all about that just, just now. Oh, yeah, man. well, I was I was pissed. I, I told my wife, I said, "Who the hell did that?" I blame Larry, my brother. Oh, okay, I'll get you back for that. Don't worry when you come about this way. I'll get you back. I about forgot all about that. Oh, I, I won't. You, I'm glad you shared that with the podcast because I didn't know nothing about that one. I don't know why I thought about it just well, now. I figured, <laughs> I figured you set it up because you said something about my security cameras. Dog. So oh, that's what I'm going to think about. Yes, because I was wondering if he caught me on camera no, or not. No, I, I didn't know anything about it, Barry. I just, I know that you got that one dude yeah. trying to pull on your door handles on your security camera. Now, I was slick. I had it behind my yeah. back. I got to your truck, to the back of the truck, and I put it, you know, boomed around my back, so you couldn't see it from the tailgate. And it had to be like one-tenth of a second over the back of the tailgate and drop. Well, it, it was at nighttime, I believe, when you come by. Too. It was. So, man, yes, it was probably around 7 o'clock. So it, it wouldn't have got it back there that far back. Oh, well, don't okay. tell everybody. Now everybody knows your cameras don't pick up in your front yard. No, it'll, it'll pick them up if I'm out there. If I get it triggered, it'll send me a message. I just didn't pay attention because I knew it was you. I didn't think you put trash in my truck. Yeah, I was waiting at all your cameras on coming. It's a big old boat. One think- comes with a little half-gallon tea and all these one big giant boxes. I didn't think he was a, lit- a damn litter bug. I'm not. That's why I put it. I didn't throw it in the yard. I put it in a secure area. What if I... <laughs> What if I'd have went down the interstate and it had blown out? I'd have got a ticket. <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it, I would have not known where to come from. But anyway, I'm glad you admitted to it. Now I know who to get back. Thanks. You too, Hound Dog. It might have been Larry. You know. Larry might have put me up I to it. I didn't have anything to do with it, Barry. That's the first I heard about it. No, Hound, he Hound Dog was a mastermind it. behind it. 
Yeah, Look go ahead. Dick. Go ahead and get me in on your. He's like, you know, I'd do it that if I was you, slow. <laughs> I can look at that face right now and see this. Well, you maybe didn't. I don't know. So anyway, you got me. You got me there, slow. Okay, that's funny. That's for having for me having a bad mic. I, I kept waiting to hear hear from you about it, and to the point I just forgot about. It. He brought up the cameras. I wouldn't think you would do that to me. And good grief, the Taj Mahal was a two, is, is two complete two story house, two car garage. And you put a carport attached to the two car garage. He's got enough concrete in his front yard to like concrete this whole dirt road all the way up to my house. <laughs> Two miles of it. Oh yeah, good grief! <laughs> if I was your neighbors, I'd be out there checking the property lines. You got to be across some property line or something. Shh, don't tell them. Don't tell them that carport might be across it a little bit. Don't say nothing. No, I didn't have to have it. That for my. Two door Tahoe. I built that carport for my two door Tahoe. Evidently, Mount Holly pays a lot better in Gastonia, Dick. <laughs> no, I did that when I was in Gastonia, but I wanted a place to put my Tahoe. Sorry. Anyway, oh, make funny. funny. Y'all pick on somebody else. Quit picking on me. Oh, we already picked on the idiots out in California. So yeah, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> just unbelievable. You gonna pick? You gonna you gonna pick the idiot left in Gastonia? Man. You know, and to go back to touch it, you know, again, you know, all this. I just don't. I don't get it. Do, do, has anybody you know owner slave, or you know any black people that have been a slave? And how do you determine any of that anyway? What if you know you moved you you moved from Jamaica or Africa after after slavery? And let me go. Let me let me, let me back up for a minute. That's a terrible and awful thing. I watched uh, a movie last night. I think it's 1990. I think it's called Life. Uh, Eddie Murphy and Lawrence played in it. What's his first name? Lawrence Fish, uh, Fishborn? No, Lawrence's last name. Uh, but anyway. They took, Tracy Lawrence. Tracy Lawrence. No, not Tracy. Two, the black guy. But anyway. Well, he is. Tracy? Tracy? La- Lawrence and uh, Eddie Murphy played in it. And it's back in the in the the early thirties or whatever, you know. And you know, they say, "Boy, this, boy, that," and they're just doing all kind of racist stuff. You, you know, it made you, you know, it made you, it caused pause thinking, how could anybody think like that? Even back then, you know, just from the color of somebody's skin. And you know, slavery was a terrible thing. Slavery's still going on now. You, know, who do you think does all these mining for this for the stuff of the batteries? Oh yeah, there's, there's a documentary on that. Though, not a documentary. I was watching a podcast, the very thing. The guy had all kind of pictures and video and stuff. Where they're out here digging. What is it? They're digging in these mines for that. Uh, they get a lithium, dollar. Lithium. Yeah, lithium. Lithium. And they're a dollar a day, and they're like forty thousand people down in this pit digging for a dollar a day. No breaks. So all, all these people that wants to go green energy lithium. I guess it's okay for them poor yeah, people to die in the and, mines, and they're supporting slavery to do that. It, they are, and they want electric cars. They want them now. Everything electric. Oh, and by the way, you want me to have a gas cook stove for long? They're going to ban gas cook stoves. Yeah, I heard that. <clears throat> and what what's going to happen to all these uh, commercial kitchens in restaurants? That's all they use is gas. Well, in New York right now, if you got a new restaurant opening up, you can't have nothing but electric. If you got an old one, you can be grandfathered. Yeah, and what I don't understand, why does people still go to these places? Why, why do you still people... Uh, I don't know. I don't know, Slow. They just get indoctrinated like it's it's the only thing they know. And you know, and and last year, last this past summer in California, they encouraged people not to charge their electric cars during the rolling blackouts. 
Yeah. Don't charge your electric car because it's drawing too much electricity. So when the when the police goes to electric vehicles and the power goes, I know they're gonna have generators and all like that. But eventually, what are they gonna do when they run out of electricity for the police cars? Just get back on horseback, I guess. Oh, I tell you, yeah, you got any more good news, Barry? You gonna tell me there's no Santa Claus, no Tooth Fairy? No, you. you, I got some good stuff, and I want to let it rip. And Hound Dog Dig too. Sorry. You know how I am about news. I stay on news, guys. Y'all know that. I'm a news hound. That's what I like to do. Y'all go ahead. I'm going to look something up right quick. What I was trying to get to earlier, you know, there are good people out there. There's great people out there. And, you know, there's wonderful people of any race, creed and color. And they're all, all, you know, all sizes, shapes. And I don't know. Who else want to pick on? What about the fat people? I seen a guy today. Easy. I pulled into his parking lot. And he pulled right beside me, and I pulled in for he did. And I said, you know what? Uh, you know, I'll wait and let them get out. And then, yeah, you know, he goes to get out. And he's like five hundred pounds. Takes him fifteen minutes. Guy his car. And I'm thinking, well, really, Wally? Yeah, fat's a choice. It's not a disease. He's got a medical issue. Quit picking on. Yeah, him. he's fat, and he can't quit eating. You can't say fat. You need to take that back. You need to go to a sensitivity training class. <laughs> yeah. He did. He failed. What was it that? What was it you said? Verbo, verbo judo we did? Verbal judo? Sir, please, sir, please. That verbal judo with an officer yeah. like one, you know, in that bar like 20 times, sir, which could you just please leave? Sir, would you please leave? I'm like, hit him right between the friggin' eyes and drag him out the door. Well, oh, you need, y'all got me I'm going to sign you up. I'm going to sign you up for one, and you're going to be the class project. Yeah. Put you up front. <laughs> the model. Hound dog will be there. The broken model. model. This is what All you right. don't do anymore. This is Steve Coffin in 15 minutes of what not to do. I got a little bit of good news. Y'all ready for this? Good news in yeah. history. January 16th, 115 years ago, President Theodore Roosevelt established Pinnacles National Monument in California. Theodore Roosevelt. You know he had a Bigfoot sighting? How about that? He stayed outside. (laughs) Oh, guys, man, I meant to say, I meant to tell you all this now. So, you know, anytime I go outside at night, I look up in the sky. I want to see, you know, the stars, you know, or any kind of objects that might be flying around or whatever, whatever it may be. I missed this last night, and, man, it really, really irritated the shit out of me. Evidently, Cape Canaveral launched a rocket last night. Launched. Didn't launch it. They launched it. You you fit in up here, Hound Dog. They fired it. They fired it up. They fired the rocket up. And you can see that rocket from Calabash, North Carolina, going shooting through the sky. And Hmm. I missed it. Well, apparently you couldn't see it then. Well, I didn't see it, but they people took pictures of it, and it was cool. Well, you know, there's an app for your phone, right, that, that tells you when satellites are coming over yeah, and when the space station's coming over, which is pretty yeah, cool. I, I ain't never seen that down space station. I got the, I got the app. So next time you're up here, this is going to might sound a little gay, but next time this summer, what we'll do is we'll take some lounge chairs, sit in the middle of the yard, and sit there and watch, and watch the skies. There's, there's no light pollution up here. Oh, I, I, I look. I go out there and stand in the middle of my backyard, and look up all the damn time when it ain't twenty five degrees outside. <laughs> Did everybody ever call the what cops on you? 
He's doing it again. He's out there. He's just standing there looking up. Hey, Hound Dog, the way you was the other night, I think you would have saw anything out there if you laid on your back. You just seen it. The sad thing about it, if he did see it, he wouldn't remember it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He wouldn't. Poor Hound Dog, you wouldn't remember I wouldn't remember it. I don't believe there's nothing up there to see. There's something up there to play on. <laughs> Them damn crayons are up there, though. <laughs> we'll talk about that on another segment. Oh, I tell you we'll though, man, that Dagum, uh, what was it? Uh, Kurt, what was that called? What the movie? The the program? Kurt, Captain Kurt, Captain Kurt was a oh Star Trek, Star oh, Trek, Well, you know they had he that little crayons. Yeah, way back then they had that little flip phone. Remember that? And now they came, it came to pass. Just pop up, hey, uh, boom well, me up on your phone. They had tablets on there as well. Yeah, and all, that, down, all that come to pass. Dr. McCoy put something on a damn tablet. And you know what else they had? Them tasers. What do we have? Tasers. Yeah. You know, they had a little bit different thing. They call them phasers and tasers. Yep. The, the phaser was a, the communicator that slows talking about you push a button, then you have the uh, other one. Yeah, Gene Roddenberry was a uh, foreseer of the future, I think. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. And I, t- I tell you, that, you know, it wasn't a really big, long-running series either, and there's such a still a cult following. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm a trackie. I and am, too. I, I want to track. And what's I that? a new one uh, the other day. What's that thing they do? What's that thing they do? Uh, they have, like, uh, conferences and stuff, and all those trackies, and all these people that go to all these Cos- uh, CosmCon, or what do you call it? Comic-Con. That's a comic no, book thing. It's not only comic books; it's all kinds of shit. They, and people dress trying. up as their favorite, whatever, yeah. and go. It's Comic Con, Comic Con, Comic Con. No, that's a <laughs> commies. <laughs> that's a Russian alien. What that is? Com- that's a Comic Con. Them damn commies. <laughs> well, who else we want to fit tonight? Hey, the liberals, the commies. <laughs> Them damn Comic Cons. Comic Cons. That's a new one. We're going to get in trouble with the Comic Cons. Yeah. Well, uh, never mind. They have, a, uh, they have an alien con yeah. as well. Did you hear, they, you know they're story? here. Did you hear them, Hound Dog? Don't go to your front door, man. Did, you, did y'all hear the sound bite? Y'all can you actually hear the sound bites across yeah. there? No, I didn't hear nothing. Let's do it again if you hear it. <laughs> don't open up <laughs> hey yeah what about don't, that man what, what we got a few more minutes what about the atf going you know when people buy like three or four guns at a time they come to the door knock on the door wanting to see your guns what would be your answer to them to knock on your door hey uh mr hicks i'm uh steve car the atf i understand you bought four guns today you know we need to take a look at those guns take a look at your paperwork right quick please sir Okay, sure. Come on in. I ain't got nothing to hide. You let them come in, look at your guns, and yeah, those three, those three guns they want to look at. Yeah, I don't say why not, but the rest of my damn guns they ain't looking at. You know what I do if they knock on my door with a piece, and they want to see a piece of paper? I hand them the uh, Second Amendment. Here you go, fellas. Yeah, the Fourth Amendment. Y'all got that? Take a look at those <laughs> guys. <and> document. <laughs> there you go. If you got paperwork that yeah. says you can come in, that's one thing. But you ain't coming to my house. 
You better yeah, supersede the second. You know, I used to have some really good friends in ATF back in the vice days and stuff, worked with them, man, and it's just totally gone. Like the FBI, it's gone all liberal and politically oh, tools now. God. It, the FBI field agents are not that bad. It's the upper echelon. Uh, you know, well, it's like anything else, like a, like the chief in L.A. doing that with a thin blue line. It ain't all of them. Of no. no the, 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 you know, people's got to eat. They, you know, they got they get these jobs, get these careers started. They can't just stop and start something else. No, because it takes a lot of training and effort to sacrifice to get through it. Yeah, it takes a lot of training to shoot some man a big toe. That'd <laughs> be a hell of a shot, don't you? You know what Let's the idiot, what the idiot Biden don't understand, and all he's doing is he's he's just catering after the black vote. You know, it's back during the uh, mid elections, just before then, he said to, he went back and said again to all these students has debt. You know what? We're going to pay off your student debt, knowing it's against the constitution, and he can't do it. Only to lure, but he promised. Yeah, only to lure the young people's vote. And now young people have voted for that idiot. Uh, how's that coming for you? Still paying that debt off, aren't you? Uh, you still ain't getting that debt paid. Yeah, and he knows he's so he, he, against he, the Constitution. He can't. He can't do that. And but still, he no, came out he and said it. Yeah, he can say it and lure those votes. And all he's doing now is, is hey, you know, uh, we suck in office here. We gonna need a black vote. Let's do everything we can. Yeah, I heard a black person say, "Why don't they shoot him in the leg? Shoot him in the leg." Yeah, that's a good idea. I need that vote. Let's shoot him in the leg. Well, won't that same philosophy go into prison system and teach the felons? Say, look, guys, you ain't got to shoot a police officer in the head or chest. Won't you shoot him in the toe and don't try to kill him? Well, statistically speaking, in a in a gunfight, the police officers shooting goes down sixty percent. It don't matter if you shoot one hundred percent online. Once you get there in that stress related shootout, your shooting ability goes down sixty percent. So you shoot for center mass. And guess what? If you're a criminal, you out there got a gun, and you're trying to kill people, we're going to kill you. It's like Hound Dog said. Man, if somebody, if somebody try to carjack me, they're going to be a dead guy laying there in the road. Yeah, you're preaching through the choir, bro. Oh, yeah. I'm right there with you. DRT, dead right there. Yeah. Oh, I'm not I'm not going to be your victim. You're, no. I'm not, not going to be your victim. Sorry, you better pick another one because I ain't going to be your victim. Phil so, tried to make me his victim one time, but that didn't work out too good for him. But it's who no did? Story. This guy tried to steal my oh. stuff. Well, don't just say that. You got you to gotta finish that story. Well, we can finish so, that out. We'll close out. Time. All right, here it is. Long, long of the short of the matter is, guy, I was at my house back when I was in narcotics. My police car was a red Camaro, if y'all probably do remember that one. And uh, so I was, my car was parked in the driveway. And I see a truck but in front driveway of my house, where my, my house. All right. This is when I lived over off of Modena Street there in Gastonia. Car parked, the truck pulls up in a churchyard across the street from my house. And uh guy gets out, walks down the street. Ten minutes later, I'm thinking, where's this guy go? I get up and look, and there he was between my house and my neighbor's house at the time, carrying my lawnmower and my weed eater. Back to his truck. Well, I was flung the door open and started, you know, yelling out a few choice words to him. He dropped my mower and my, and my weed eater, ran, jumped in the bed of that truck, and hollered butt. I get on my police radio. I call the uh, call it in. A couple hours later, they pull the guy over, and they call me up to go out there and identify him. And I did, 
And at the time, I was kind of worked up because the guy was trying to steal my stuff. You think? And I proceeded to pull. Yeah, I proceeded to pull him through the driver's side window of the car. And by the time his feet hit the ground, I spun him around, and a good friend of ours, and you know, it was my sergeant at the time, was a sergeant at the time, Bill Baker, probably saved my job because he uh, spun me around and escorted me away from the guy. And there's no doubt in my mind, if he hadn't done that, I'd have probably lost my job that night for beating the crap out of that well, dude. That's what good police officers do. He knew you, you was emotionally involved. He was a victim, and he, he did the right thing, and you yeah, cooled down afterwards. Did. And I've thanked him uh, for it since, because I would have I would have hurt that fella. Well, yeah, and, and that, that does that bring up a whole other topic for another another day. But, yeah, you're exactly right. You, once the officer starts getting emotionally attached, you got to pull him away from him. Yeah, I, that's def- very true. And you being the, the, the victim on top of it, and you, you've seen it every day, every day you work. These people stealing stuff, and now they're stealing your stuff. Oh, I know you was. I'd be pissed. No, I was beat up. You know how I am. Well, I don't blame you. One how bit. you is? And, and, and sorry, to... <laughs> I don't get pissed often. I don't get no, pissed often don't. at all. But Just don't boy, go get his lawnmower. Don't, 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 don't steal don't my lawnmower, man. That's, that's what you need her, dude. I had to cut grass the next day. <laughs> hey, it's easier to cut that lawnmower because after you, after he stole it, it was hot. It was hot. <laughs> all right, guys, we're at that time. We're at that time, man, to end this thing and see all our shout-outs and how you dudes, and thanks for being a part of the podcast-type part. All right, so this week, Renegade Pig shout-out goes to the Mason-Dixon chapter up in uh, Maryland. Mason-Dixon, guys. Cool deal. We love you guys up there. Keep listening. We appreciate the support. BW, shout-outs. Hey, I'm going to shout out to our listeners that's uh, having to put up with us right now until we get this straightened out, and we will do it. I like to shout out too to the, the the residents of Mitchell County. It is a wonderful world up here. I think we wave way too much at each other, but other than that, man, if you need something, they're there. They got you back. Other than my buddy Dave the other day calling me uh, Flatlander, I hope he's listening to the podcast. But uh, yeah, they're really great people up here, and it is a wonderful way of life. All right, also shout out to Black Rifle Training Group. Guys, keep up the good work. Appreciate your support. Law Enforcement Today at lawenforcementtoday.com. And uh, Boone's Bourbon. Go out and buy yourself a Balls Boone Bourbon. It's probably one of the highest rated bourbons on the on the show. It was up there, what, nine, eight and a half, nine there, Hound Dog? Yeah, it's up there, man. It's up there about nine, I think it was. Be sure, if you like to, if you love the way we sound right now, don't hit that donation button. If you want to sound a little better, support the show, please. <laughs> Let us buy some good equipment. You can hit that donate button, leave a positive review, hit that like button as well. You can find us at any listing platform out there. We're on every single one, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you can email us at bourbonandbadges at yahoo.com. Is that it? No, actually, the only one that we're not on is the one that's that they are not listening to. Yeah. Like Barry says, if you can't find us, you're not looking. You're not looking. Exactly right. Guys, this has been a Studio 77 production. Drink about it.